Welcome, I'm Mitch Reynolds, Lacrosse Talk, PM on WIZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening, this hour, brought to you by Habitat for Humanity. We'll talk with Kaya from Habitat coming up here very shortly. Uh, Habitat for Humanity supporting us here on this program this hour. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line, 785-7914. You can call in or text in. Either way, you get in on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Yeah, pretty easy to do. 608-785-794. And you want to keep that number close today because, of course, today is a free-for-all Friday. Yeah, free-for-all Friday meaning, of course, anything you want to talk about, we can talk about anything that's on your mind is also on mine. We're having a free-for-all. So let her rip. 608-785-7914. That's 785-7914. Uh, coming up, we'll have... Uh, I, I wanted to get some thoughts from somebody. You know, polls are polls, right? You know, They're just whatever they are. They, they can be really something, or they could just be... Who knows? But a uh, new NBC Marist poll finds the Democrat running for governor in Wisconsin, fill in the blank, uh, is is uh, polling ahead of uh, Governor Walker by 13 points right now, which is shocking, startling, and probably not completely realistic. But anyway, um, I asked uh, co-chair of the uh, Democratic Party in La Crosse County about that, so we'll talk with him. Uh, I'll share that with you just uh, shortly. 608-785-7914 is the number. 785-7914 on this uh, free-for-all Friday. I thought of number three today because I was driving down Cass Street in uh, La Crosse and there's a center section that was closed for two months because they just, the crews did, they dug up some stuff and they replaced a manhole and then they just, no, Whoever it was, I can't remember who it was, Matthew. Matthew needed to come by and pave it, and they just never got there. <laughs> so it's just closed for a month after it needed to be. Well, I thought of number three today because number three was uh, harping on that uh, sunken water main on, uh, on, on Main Street in downtown La Crosse. And it was, uh, it's just, you know, at some point, and I don't know what happens to these things, it's something breaks underneath the ground and they fall. And so it's a little sinkhole, you know? Well, that brand new intersection that I created at 23rd and Cass that has the same thing going on. Some Something happened and the, the thing collapsed. <laughs> just, so now they got barricades up. Wait, didn't you just fix this? You just fixed this thing. What are you doing with the barricades? I don't know. I feel like you got, you know, once you, if you dig up an intersection and you're throwing down with some giant water mains and sewer mains and whatever kind of mains you're throwing down with, you got to get it right. You can't. No, just put it. It's fine. Don't worry. Keep going. It's fine. Okay, let's get out of here. Come on. We got lunch. Let's go. Come on. No, man, you got you to gotta get that one right. Oh, boy. You put a hole, put a patch over it. That's what they're going to do. Man, it's funny. So anyway, thought thought number three today because he was uh, he's the guy that's been all over that uh, little mini sinkhole in downtown La Crosse. 
Little mini sinkholes everywhere. And they're fun. <laughs> um, all right. Well, anyway, it's free for all Friday. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about anything that's on your mind. is also on mine. Uh, probably a probably, probably pretty solid Packers preview, I would think. Right? I mean, and we're... Rick Solo, we got a solid Packers preview coming up here this afternoon. Uh, Packers uh, season, uh, no, not really. Well, they're going to go 16-0. Okay, good. Right? Okay, well, that's solid. Now, you talked to the coach. Training camp, training camp started yesterday, by the way. This is not This is not out of the blue. This actually is. Yes. You talked to the co-chair of the Democratic Party? Yes. Couldn't get the chair? No, no. Was he, like, out, was he two, out like partying? Two chairs. There's two chairs. So if you're a co-chair, that means there's another one of you. Oh, yeah, that's right. So was the other guy just like out celebrating? So vice chair would be you. like underneath the vice chair. Vice chair, yeah, right. Co-chair would be like you're both chairs. I, 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 don't, I don't completely understand that, by the way. That doesn't really make a ton of sense well, I to think, me. I think Bill Belichick's a co-coach, which is just silly. How because, is he a co-coach? Right, like there's another no, guy that's yeah. a co-coach, and just but everyone <laughs> like knows that he's the coach. Yeah, A lot of teams do that. Yeah, I don't... I mean, you can't... I... I I personally think that you and the I I don't know if the demo I mean the the Republican Party here in La Crosse County is um they have a they have a definitive chair that definitive chair is the one person so you have that's the buck stops at that guy's desk right well that's what I was thinking and then you talk to the vice chair because the definitive chair guy co- would co- be co- like co- sell, well co- I'm co- 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 saying co- in my scenario oh in your in, okay I see the the head sure. Democratic Party guy was. Wasted because he's partying because partying. of the numbers. I mean, it's it's and the co-chair could have been. It yeah. is. It really is. It was that one poll, but man, that looked and and Governor Walker's campaign just grabbed that. They immediately started fundraising. <laughs> hey, look, we're in trouble. Send me money now. Is there is there is there only one poll that has uh, superintendent schools guy Evers? Mm-hmm. Is there only one poll? I thought there were two. Because you said how many points was he had? I well, I thought this was generic Democratic candidate. Is this just Evers? Oh, is it just in general? Oh, maybe. Oh, okay. it, oh maybe it is just Evers. I thought for some reason no, I, I had saw it in my a poll mind. with Evers ahead by like no. five points, and then if you got into it, the difference in you know what the polling difference was five points. Yeah. So I don't. Uh, I could have been reading uh, I, fake news though. Yeah, it's possible. It is all, after all. See, this is an NBC News Marist poll right. with Evers. Yeah. It is just Evers. Okay. For some Evers reason, I thought this Walker was... Evers leads Walker 54% to 41%. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. I don't believe that, really. And I don't know if that's... Well, at this point, we can't trust any polls because that no. one time it said Trump's not going to win. So now we can't trust any polls. Yeah. I mean, that was before... One time all the polls that was wrong. That was before that... That one thing with James Comey. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't really think that. I and I, I know that there is this sense that there is um, some dissatisfaction with direction of the, I don't know, America, and has something to do with Donald Trump, and there's a reaction to that. But I don't, I don't see Tony Evers beating Scott Walker by 13 points. I don't think that that's real. I don't. See, I don't see Tony Evers beating and Scott Walker. Frankly. He's not going to beat Walker by 13 points in a vote for governor. He's not going to beat him in a one-on-one basketball mm-hmm. game. He's nothing. <laughs> definitely not a one-on-one. Tony basketball. Evers might beat Scott Walker in a game of Scrabble. 
Scrabble. Yeah, he's that's, but he's not. He's not winning the government. No, I think. And the funny thing is, is that I I believe that the Democrat, a lot of people in the Democratic Party, not not a lot of them realize that that he's not, he's not their best choice. But he's because he's he's middle of the road, moderate, been around a while, old white guy. A lot of people in the Democratic Party realize that. He, that's the guy who gets beat by by Scott Walker. He's just a, he's a Tom Barrett retread. They'll debate at some point, right? The, the whoever whoever it is, yeah, they'll Tom, have like now during they, those. They've debates, had some forums. They've had they some, have forums. Yeah, they've but had that's forums between Democrats and right. Like oh, you're Walker talking about the governor. So yeah. The go, yeah, the when debate we between pick yeah. one of these seven yep, yep, eight, people. Yeah, eight. Now during those debates, maybe we should be playing Scrabble in one of like we should have some like physical challenges instead and some of mental... instead of a debate or, or along with along the debate? with it like just part of the debate kind of like you know some physical challenges okay. and maybe maybe a talent contest just the different things i like the talent on contest stage. idea yeah so they yeah i can see like a tony evers whipping out a ukulele that guy doesn't he seem like a ukulele player <laughs> or a mandolin player i bet tony evers plays mandolin mandolin or ukulele something like that not hey i'm not casting aspersions on any ukulele or mandolin players i love you guys really i do but doesn't he seem like a ukulele or mandolin player? I gotta look what a mandolin. How many strings does a mandolin like a have, though? Thousand. It has There's a lot a of strings. Thousand right? strings yeah. on it, yeah. And because they're always ching a ching a ching a ching a ching like that. That's how they play it. I've tried to play the guitar, and it's certain chords I can't get because my fingers are too big. And then I'm like, Yeah, you got well, some. Definitely won't be able to play the ukulele. And then I'm like, Aren't Samoans like very famous for playing the ukulele? They got way bigger hands than I do. I don't so know if like, they got way bigger hands than you do. You don't think so? You're a bit of a monster. I feel like their yeah. fingers would be bigger than mine. Yeah. Mm. And then, so there's no excuse to being able to play the ukulele. If Samoans I haven't, can do it. Have you tried picking up a ukulele? Uh, I haven't. Okay. But I watched that 12 year old on one of those sh- talent shows play it, and it was like, This is awesome. It, would it be better for these Democratic candidates who are running for governor? If all like eight of them, if they all just, if we all just had a talent we, show, we tried this already, right? Then we did kind of a little bit with the, the Supreme Court thing. The guy oh, yeah. played the trombone or something. Oh, got that guy. <laughs> and I was like, is he going to win because he played the trombone? Come on, <laughs> he got hammered in that election. I mean, don't play the trombone, loser. I just, I just, does Scott Walker play an instrument? I mean, he dropped out of college. So. Well, I you don't. I mean, you play the instruments in high school. Like, that's where it Yeah, but that just shows you have to go follow through with something. Playing it, like learning an instrument, uh-huh. you have to follow through. All that's right. the whole All thing. Right. 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. Again, also on Facebook and Twitter, you could send me an email, Mitch at 1410 I love the idea of a challenge show. I like that idea. I don't believe it, though. I, I don't. I, I believe those who are looking at this governor's race and seeing that a solid, a, a, the, the most solid candidate against Governor Walker is the one that's going to uh, generate some excitement among the you know, far left base. Far left. Progre- we'll say the progressives. If you can get the progressives and the college students out to vote, if you can get them out to vote, it's possible that candidate wins. But I don't think anybody is up on Governor Walker by 13 points at this point. All right, 608-785-7914. Now, you know what? I've been wrong before, too. Seven, I thought I thought Dan Kapanke was going to be Jennifer Schilling. <laughs> so uh, I got that one wrong. 608-785-7914. Okay, we'll be back with your calls right after this. Guys.
The Crosstalk BMW ISEM, I'm Mitch Reynolds. The number here is 608-785-7914. That's the Better Hearing Center talk text line. Call in or text in. Either way, get in, and uh, we, you can, we can talk to you, and you can talk to us. Using the Better Hearing Center talk and text line on this free-for-all Friday. This hour brought to you by Habitat for Humanity, 608-785-7914. Again, a free-for-all Friday. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Anything that's on your mind is also on mine. We go to Eric. Eric, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, I feel kind of sad today because I, uh, yesterday I uh, read across to me a local call for peaceful inclusion. People Festival celebrate culture, diversity, and lacrosse. And this was uh, organized by this fellow named Tom David, the director of Commercial Community Faith Alliance. Blah, 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 blah. I keep pulling on and on. The bottom of the front page, it said, it was important we didn't have just well-meaning, supportive Euro- European people. What is your problem so what with What the this? hell does that mean? What is your problem with the diversity thing? What is it? You said it like it's a bad uh, word. No, Why no, is it no, so no, bad? No, no, no. Here's the here's here's problem. The problem I had is the statement this man said, it was important we didn't have just well-meaning, supportive European people. Are they expecting a, a bunch of uh, people from Europe coming over here to... Not, not to come over here. Okay, so you have an issue with it's, something the guy to said. Me, to me, this is racist. Political the, correct racism. Pe- people Fest celebrating diversity is racism? It was important we didn't have just well-meaning, supportive European people, quote, <laughs> David said, of organizing the event. Case closed by... Okay. <laughs> John David, he's quoting... Is the director of the Compassionate Community Faith Alliance. That jerk. He's the worst. Compassion. Who does that anymore? Loser. Man, you and your compassion. Way to go. What's his name? John David. John David. Way to go. Having compassion. I don't know. I don't get it. What's what's wrong with that? So what I did, I missed... It's just this lone sentence in the middle of the story. It was important we didn't have just well-meaning, supportive European people, David said, of organizing the event. In other words, he doesn't want the thing to just have white people there, right? All right, so he wants a diversity like people fest with more than white people, basically. Is that it? That's yeah, the whole I mean, thing? It's called- He's like, so he wants to get all these other groups involved, so it's not just a bunch of it's not like, white, white people, people hanging fest. around. Okay. It's people okay, fest. Okay, I get it. Okay. Wow, man, I don't is I don't have. It would have been it would have been interesting if we changed his words a little bit. It was important to me that we didn't include well-meaning, supportive European people. <laughs> <Right>. no, <laughs> like ban. It would have been people. way better if we would have banned white people. Uh, is there um? When when is this thing? This thing takes place at Riverside Park from We're, two to seven on Sunday. Okay. It's free. All right. All right. If you want to get get a little diversity, I guess there's like six different groups performing on the band show. Sure, probably some kind of diversity stuff. They're probably going to be performing some kind of diverse stuff. I bet the Human Rights Commission is going to be involved. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how to say that first one that I sent you, but the Franciscan Sisters are there. African American Mutual Assistance Network's there. The Church of Women United of Lacrosse area will be there. It sounds like just a terrible, terrible event. Lacrosse Human Rights Commission, by the way, is one of the sponsors. So 
<laughs> Diversity. Hmm. That doesn't sound bad. It, I mean, it doesn't sound like there's something awful going on. Yeah, we got to get out of this like funk where the word diversity and culture are bad words. Like, what do we do? What? How did that happen? What happened when suddenly diversity became something bad? Why is that? Because we're trying to build a wall or something. I don't know. I don't like, no, correlate it started, with that. It started way before that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Is it because I? I think. I think I know why. It's, they're they're it's taking be, our jobs. Because no, it's because there is. Because we are confronted with people who are telling us we need to be more diverse all the time. I think that's what it is. So we're we're we're, we're the the um, we're recoiling against that force feeding of diversity. That's I I if I was going to say that is why diversity has become something that we find objectionable. It's because we are we are force fed. The concept of diversity constantly that'd and, be my guess i mean that's kind of what eric has a problem with right like he doesn't the want... way that he said diversity <laughs> diversity <laughs> yeah that's got to be it i think that i think that i mean he called the thing racist the guy racist because yeah, the guy doesn't want European... white people there yeah he doesn't yeah so he's clearly support of european people i mean it's a weird thing to say i mean just say white people dude you could just say white people. Yeah, we don't care. Don't it's strange. Although I did read a story that said white people don't like being called white. It's like, what? 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, the Better Hearing Center talk text line is 608-785-7914. Obviously a free-for-all Friday. Clearly a free-for-all Friday. Yeah, I think that, you know, over the conversations that we had over the years, um, and this started way before, you know, build that wall, build that wall. Um... I th I think that we are that uh, if you're constantly bombarded with the with this idea that you need to prioritize diversity education and all that, so I think you begin to recoil against that concept. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. That'd be my bet. That'd be my bet. Let's go to um, Heidi. Heidi, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, um, I think. The, the the word diversity is a hot button word. Um, the definition of it in the dictionary is probably a lot different than what has been come to represent in our current environment. Um, it can be used negatively on either side, on either point of view, and I think it has been on either point of view, which takes away the whole definition of the word in the first place, which I think is a shame. Um, people throw everything under one thing, and if, if it's um, good for society or not, you can be accused of being one thing or another, or on the other side of the coin, the same story. And I think it's a hot button and a talking point, and it needs to be addressed, you know, I guess, realistically, because I don't see it being addressed realistically on either side of the coin in this day and age that we live in. So that's my that's my. All right. Well, Heidi, look, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. 608-785-7914. It is a free-for-all Friday. We'll take more of your calls and comments on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line after this. Hi, I'm Tina, the owner of Java Vino and Apple. Sharks. Bert Convy was the MC on Super Password. And Alex Trebek split his time between Jeopardy and classic concentration. 
30 years ago, 1988, yesterday in lacrosse. I'm Brad Williams. Lacrosse Talk PM and WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds on the phone with Kaya Fox from Habitat for Humanity and Resource in lacrosse. Uh, Kaya, of, of course, believe it or not, it is uh, nearly time to get back to school. And um, you think people should think of the resource when it comes to back to school for August? Absolutely. So we all know at this time of year we're struggling to figure out how we're going to get all those items that are needed for back to school and some of those items that maybe you're not thinking about um, you can find at the Habitat Restore. So throughout the month of August, if you show a student or teacher ID, you can get uh, 25% off all of your purchases at the Restore. So we've got desks. We've got all of the things for uh, decorating a dorm room or an apartment for a new college student. So we've got couches and tables and chairs and all sorts of different things that can prepare your student for back to school. So I, a lot of people don't think of the Restore, but it's a great stop for people trying to get bargains for their back to school shopping. Of course, with uh, the new hours that you guys have, you're making it easier than ever to uh, uh, find those deals at the Restore. Remind us what those hours again are, Kaya? Absolutely. So we are now open from 10 until 6 on Saturdays. So three extra hours on your Saturday to do your shopping at the Habitat Restore. Well, come in handy. Where can they find you? We are uh, past Woodman's on Highway 16, right by the landfill. All right, sounds like a lot of great deals for back to school. Kaya Fox from Habitat for Humanity and Restore. Hey, Kaya, thanks a lot. Thanks, Mitch. All right, Lacrosse Talk PM on WIZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. And we're, again, also on Facebook and Twitter, and you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410wizm.com. We've got John, I believe, who's waiting. Let's, uh, he's got, John's got some things to say about polls. John, tell me, tell me what's on your mind. Well, I got two reasons as to why these polls are inaccurate. Reason number one is people are tired of all the scams and fraudulent calls and stuff. You get sometimes three, four, five junk calls from the from the IRS or from whoever. So you just simply get caller ID and just don't answer the phone anymore. Uh, another reason is you don't know who's calling. You say, okay, I'm pro-Trump or pro-Walker. And either you get a brick flying through your window or you get your car vandalism or tax thrown in your driveway or whatever. So it's kind of like you say, oh, I'm for Hillary or for Mr. Evers or whatever, even though you're going to vote for, you know, Walker or whoever. Why, why would you get a brick thrown through your why, why would that happen uh, if you were... There's so much anger and hatred in oh. this country. Huh. The, with the, if, if you vote for the wrong uh, candidate, there's people that... Uh, uh, just, well, well, do whatever. Hmm. Wouldn't that be true for any candidate, though? And you wouldn't want to say nope. that you had a preference nope. for anybody. I, well, I mean, most generally speaking, if, if you're pro-Republican, you're more likely to get vandalized than, say, pro-Democrat. Really? Yes. Okay. Really. Um, I, I, I have to take your word for that. I don't have numbers on that myself, but I guess, okay. I suppose, if you think that's true. Yes, I think it's true. Okay. All right. Well, I, you know, so you, essentially what you're saying is that you can't trust the polls because the polling itself is probably not scientific, essentially. Right. It, it, okay. it's, it's, you, you can't trust the polls. You're, first of all, a lot of people that used to answer the poll, the phones aren't even answering the phones anymore. Sure. Okay. You lost about half your, your call base or better. Right. And then it's like, you know, uh, you know, you don't know who's calling. So it's kind of like, you know, you give the politically correct answer. Okay. All right. I get you the politically correct. Okay. I think, and I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. 608-785-7914. So the polls, according to John, are, 
are undercounting essentially uh, the people that would be otherwise um, uh, otherwise ex- uh, expressing a preference for Governor Walker. Uh, by the way, um, yeah, the the latest Marquette University Law School poll finds a, a much different scenario. Um, has Walker up on, um, I think, on any of the Democratic candidates. I'd have to look that up again, but I think it was any of the Democratic candidates. I think, in fact, if I remember correctly, is this right? Rick, can you look this up? The last Marquette University Law School, head-to-head with the Democratic candidates, I think the the one, the person that had the, that that was most competitive with Walker was Mike McCabe, I want to say. But I, I know that was two polls ago. I don't know if that was Two polls ago. Okay, all right, yeah. I, yeah, I, I remember him... And there was, it was Mike McCabe and it was, I, I don't remember who else. Was it, was it Mitchell and, and Kelderoy's maybe? Was that, I think that was the top three, but Mike McCabe had, was the most competitive against Governor Walker. But again, you're right. A couple polls ago, things changed quickly. So, I, but I don't think, you know, I, I would agree that the, the NBC Marist poll doesn't seem accurate to me, but it pulling off and doesn't. 608-785-7914 if you'd like to join us here on the air. Let's go to Bill next. Bill, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, um, I just I just heard earlier today about like the governorship uh race last week in Georgia. Yeah. Leading up leading up to that election, the Democrat had a ten point lead in the polls and the Republican won seventy percent to thirty percent. Hmm. So it's about as reliable as a seven-day forecast from your weatherman at this point. Sure, sure. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, so the day, I might be off on that number, but that's just what I heard. So yeah, okay. I mean, and again, we've had we've had polls that were wildly wrong, and I think that you know you can you can start to rely too heavily on those types of things. I would agree. Yeah, yeah. And I, obviously, some wild inaccuracies. And I, inaccuracies. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Yes, Rick. Georgia governor race will be between Democrat Stacey Abrams and Republican Brian Kemp. So it hasn't happened yet. Uh, he may have got, he may have a different race. Okay. Then he may like be thinking country of country Georgia. He maybe. may be thinking of a different race. Okay. Is there a different Georgia special election? Well, race I mean, not, have something? any of them all special? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I'm not I sure. I thought he said governor. He did say governor, but I don't think that was the race. I don't think it's, a, yeah. Cause that race wouldn't be till this fall either. So I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't take away from, and I I agree uh, with uh, Bill that uh, you can get some wildly inaccurate polls ahead of a ahead of a race. I'm not sure which race he was talking about. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you'd like to join us here on the air, seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. We had uh, Eric call earlier on this free for all Friday. Um, had an issue with the people. Was it called People Fest? Riverside Park and on Sunday People Fest. It's kind of a it's a celebration of diversity and culture, I think, is what, what we would call that. On the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line, this listener says, um, when instead of having people from other cultures come to the United States and blend in, learn English, and fit into the American culture, still keeping as much as uh, legally possible their way of life, we as Americans are required to change our way of life to meet aspects of their cultures. At that point, the word diversity seems to twist to a negative. Yeah, because we asked that question, when did diversity turn into a negative term? And I think that that's, I think that pretty much covers it. I think there's resentment that, that there needs to be acceptance, that there is an expectation that Americans are, um, 
or actually the majority white population are expected to embrace people who come to the country, minorities, and yet um, they're not, uh, there's not an equal expectation that they're supposed, they're expected to, to blend into the majority culture, I guess. I, I don't know what else, how else to say that. I mean, it's awkward no matter how you say it. It's just like the whole, you get into the conversation of culture and diversity and you're bound to stumble on something, you know? It's, it's, it starts to get all cringy. Oh, God, what did you just say? Oh, that sounds terrible. Did you just say that white people don't accept black people? Oh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Definitely these terrible, terrible conversations about, I mean, you know, it's good to have the talks. It's just that you get to that point where you're starting to you sound like, I don't know. So let's avoid it. Let's avoid talking about diversity. No diversity at all. Uh, 608-785-7914. Let's go to Kevin next, Rick. Is that, or Kevin. Dave or Kevin? All right, well, we'll go to Dave then. Dave, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey, Mitch. Yes. Uh, are you European? Am I European? Yes. Do you have a European background, heritage? Um. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking about my... Like, way back in the day, your yeah, sure. lineage, lineage, sure, your, yeah. your ethnicity, more, more okay. yeah, more and than anything else, yes. Are your are, are your kids are they European also? If from the lineage standpoint, yes, I would say so. Yes. Is your wife? Yes, in fact, she is. Well, this really sucks, man. Why can't why? There's way too many people <laughs> like you. It's so boring. <laughs> Why can't you and your worst. kids be something else? <laughs> I wish, uh, right? Sometimes. Why can't you? Why can't you guys be something other than what you are? It, it really. We need people different from you. Yeah. Okay. Now that's that's kind of what you feel like when when sometimes I think when people are pressing yeah. this diversity thing over and over and over. What's wrong with us? I see what you're, and I think that I hear what you're saying, and I and I agree that that's the feeling that that you get is that there is there is an impl- implied negative to who you if you are part of that culture the you know the european lineage culture the implication is that that's a negative and so you need to adopt yeah, I mean, other parts of yes i agree with you it's it's not just that it, it goes beyond that numbers now okay? okay so at harvard university if you're asian i don't care if you're the top of your class the best choice for a student we got too many of you people we need different kind of people, even if they don't have the same grades, not even close, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm getting at. I, and I understand that, too. And I, I think that there is, uh, there's resentment in relation to that sense that the best people aren't, aren't getting picked, if you will. So there's a lot of that. Yeah, I, I think that if, if you... One of the challenges of wanting to to have a, a culture that is more inclusive or more diverse is that there is resistance to the concept of of diversity if the implication is that your culture is somehow lesser because you aren't more diverse. And I think that that's where the resentment starts to build. 608-785-7914. I think we have Kevin next. Kevin, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Absolutely. I, 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 
have to admit I don't listen to your show every minute of the day, but whenever I do, I am just always, I don't know, flummoxed that people call up and either just sort of make stuff up or don't know what they're talking about. I mean, in the last few minutes, we had somebody call up that said, you know, well, if you tell people you're Republican, you're more prone to have a brick thrown through your window. Well, yeah, you appropriately asked. You appropriately ask, you know, how do you know that? Well, they, they don't know. They just think that. And then a few minutes later, somebody talks about a, an election that didn't happen in Georgia. So, I mean, that doesn't. And you asked them about that. And they said, well, that's not something I heard. Well, that's, that's terrific. <laughs> and then just recently, you know, and I think this is the biggest point, is that there's some uh, people just forget. And I guess, you know, not many of your listeners were around 100 and 125 years ago. But even in lacrosse. You know, back, you look at churches, it's just a simple way. We had churches in this community for generations that spoke different languages. That's why English Lutherans showed up, because they spoke English. There was German, and there was all sorts of, and and, and that happened in lacrosse, and it happened in in so many countries. I'm sorry, so many communities around this country, and, and people just forget about that. Yeah, we had a German newspaper here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was you know, a strong and, community. And, and there are parts of Chicago, even still, I think, where, you know, Slavic languages are spoken. Mm-hmm. You know, so and, and I think that's why people wonder, and I'm not saying this is, I want to, you know, start bringing up things that I can't prove, but that's why many people wonder if there are different rules for people coming from Germany or Slavic countries or from Ireland than people from countries where people don't look like us. Um, well, let me ask you this in return, because I, I, because if you do look back to that period of time, maybe 120, we'll go back 140 years uh, from that, uh, you know, the 1880s through the 1920s, obviously, I mean, it wasn't all, you know, sunshine and roses for people from Ireland or Nes- or, oh, or, or, or from people from, from Germany, for that matter. I mean, they were kind of outcasts to a certain extent, especially well, people from Ireland. There was, so, a, there was a World War a World War One kind of made Germany yeah, uh, right. so uh, terribly they, unpopular. They weren't, they weren't the most popular people. So I wonder if that, if we need to keep that in, in consideration, is that, I mean, we, we've, we've kind of always been unkind to the others, right? And so maybe that's more of what we're, maybe that's more of what we're feeling, and that's what we continue to feel. Maybe that's a human condition. Actually, I think you made a better point than I did. I think you're probably exactly right. <laughs> wow, that's uh, going to go back to drinking, I no, guess. I, 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 I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. I mean, you know, it's, it's funny how we, look at, how we look at the concept of diversity now, cultural diversity and ethnic diversity and all that kind of stuff now. It, it's a little bit different than how they looked at it, you know, 140 years ago. Uh, in this very community, that color was spot on. By the way, it was it was an incredibly diverse area, um, and diverse in the way that there were, you know, if you look at the great, um, uh, uh, I want to say, uh, mm, the group, hmm, I can't think. Oh, the Turkish, the big Turkish diaspora. There, I mean, there were a lot of Turks here. There were a lot of people from Lebanon here. There was again the the Germans who kind of just all got you know held uh, hung out on their own together. There's just it was a wide array of different groups of of people, largely from um, European backgrounds. All right, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. We'll go to Heidi next. Heidi, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey, yeah. Well, the previous caller now just expanded what I was going to say. 
my original point was going to be Martin Luther King's speech, uh, content of character. Diversity is content of character, not color of skin, not heritage. Um, but since the other caller did bring that up, I think there's a lack of historical knowledge of all of the different groups that were um, coming to this country in waves, in whatever way, fashion. I remember Oprah Winfrey's show, Oprah Winfrey, saying that the Irish suffered more than the blacks in New York at that time in history. How many people know that? She said that. Um, and, again, you, if you really know history or are, are taught history and can, and can understand it and grasp it, you can see the waves of peoples that are involved in this country and other countries in the world and what happens in those countries, the diversity effects in those countries. It's not all about the color of skin, which has been the popular political and politically correct and hot-button issue, which is what I was trying to get at before. It's much deeper and larger and three-dimensional than that. And Martin Luther King's speech, which I adore it's content of character. All right, Heidi, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Can we um, can we have a uh, when somebody says politically correct? Can we just have a thing where it automatically hangs up on? The... <laughs> I wish I wish we could eliminate phrases out of our. I wish, because I don't believe that that exists. But I think I've gotten to the bottom of this Georgia thing. Yeah, the what? two Republicans that yeah. were going yep, against yep, yep, each yep. other in the yep. primary. The one was like the favorite because you know how like the the Republican Party and the Democratic Party, what do they sponsor? One of these two people, like in Minnesota, they're sponsoring. Endor- endorsing is the word you're looking for. Yeah, endorsing. Nice job sponsor. though. It was really close. Endorsing, <laughs> like, sponsoring. Uh, Democrats are endorsing Aaron Murphy, and it's Tim Walls. That's kind of in, like in the, Minnesota in the yeah. governor's race. Yeah, sure. And, Aaron Murphy doesn't have a prayer in okay. winning the primary, and that's what happened in Georgia. Mm. They they endorsed this guy Cagle, and I think this guy. This Trumpian Kemp guy won, so oh, okay, well, he won like huge, yeah. huge. Yeah, like, it was like bigly, it was bigly. like th- sixty-nine to thirty. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. uh, one one percent of the and it, That's all Republicans. It has nothing to do with Democrats. Okay, so. all right. I think you just misunderstood. All right. Well, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. I d- didn't mean to say that I didn't believe political correctness didn't exist. I just think that it's overused as a concept. Let's go to um, Tom. Tom, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing well, sir. Uh, Thank you very much. A little earlier, earlier on, you were talking about uh, resentment uh, when it comes to diversity and especially culture. Uh, yeah. Um, couple of points. I think a lot of the resentment comes from there's discussion about reparations. You know, the payback for uh, a lot of the wrongs from the past. And the first point I'd like to make is I personally, my uh, my father is in prison, right? Okay. And you know, with the whole reparations idea. What they're essentially saying is, you know, oh, your ancestors did this to us, so you have to pay for what they did. And that's essentially saying that I should be sitting in prison for what my father did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Second point, back when I was in high school, this is almost 10 years ago, I'm getting old. <laughs> back when I was in high school, this was about 10 years ago, um, my education in American history was pretty much uh, Civil War, uh, you know, Harriet Tubman and, you sure. know, the Underground Railroad. And, and that's all great, you know, her saving those hundreds of slaves, you know, when, you know, the going was tough. But 
hardly did they ever mention the 300,000, you know, white men, who, by the way, had nothing to gain, nothing. And they gave their lives to the slaves so that they could be free. And the slaves couldn't have done it. They, they didn't have weapons. They had no money. That It would never happen if it wasn't for the effort of those men who decided that those slaves were their equals. So that's... Uh, that's the point I wanted to make. Thank you for your time. No, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. 608-785-7914. And thanks for sharing your story as well. Uh, and we'll have uh, more coming up uh, on Lacrosse Talk PM. On the, use the Better Hearing Center. Talk or text line at 608-785-7914-785-7914. Again, we're also on Facebook and Twitter. You can send me an email, Mitch at 1410wizem.com. More to come. Stick around. More good conversation coming up on WIZM, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Due to the overwhelming response, King Furniture's one-day 12-hour sale has been extended. The popularity of this sale was... Hey, welcome to Cross Talk PM on WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914, Also on Facebook and Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WYZM.com. But the Better Hearing Center talk and text line works really, really well. Better Hearing Center, Better Hearing is Better Life. You know, they got that new place, 1101 Main Street in Alaska. So both of their... They had two offices, now they got one in Onalaska, right across from St. Pat's. If you can't get there, you know, I know there are driving limitations some people have. They do free house calls. It's pretty awesome. This hour brought to you by Pro Street Brewery in La Crosse. Pro Street Brewery, wonderful people, making exceptional beer, keeping me happy just about every single day. If you want to find out what Pro Street Brewery is up to, well, folks, just download the app. It's free. Download it on your phone. Find out what kind of beers they have out there, what they're up to, what sort of wonderful things they're doing in the community. And they do. They do. It is a free-for-all Friday here on Wisdom. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Anything that's on your mind is also on mine. We're talking a little bit about diversity, weirdly enough. Eric started this conversation off. Uh, he's got some issues with um, how the People Fest on Sunday in Lacrosse is being presented. Kind of a, it's a, to celebrate the culture and diversity. So we started talking about how somehow diversity had taken on this, this, some negative connotations for some people. And we're exploring the reasons why. And some really interesting theories, actually. And some, some uh, fascinating thoughts about that, that very concept. So... If you'd like to join in, feel free, 608-785-7914. i got a couple comments on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Texting comments that we'll get to as well. And uh, we also had this uh, poll that came out, uh, the NBC Marist poll, that finds that uh, at this point, the leading Democrat in the Wisconsin uh, governor's race, Tony Evers, at, at this point, we got they got him beating Scott Walker by 13 points, which is a lot. And... Not terribly realistic, I would say. But uh, I would imagine, well, Governor Walker's already fundraising off that poll, so I don't 
think I don't think that he's taking that kind of thing seriously. But I would like to. I wonder what the rest of you are thinking. And and tell you what, if there's going to be somebody who beats Governor Walker by 13 points, that ain't going to be Tony Evers. That's <laughs> just not. I just mm, no no. There is not a ton of enthusiasm out there for Tony Evers. The only I would I would submit, and I'm not trying to be a negative guy about Tony Evers. Superintendent of instruction, you know, superintendent of schools for the state of Wisconsin, won a couple of statewide elections. I, I you know I've talked to him a few times, and he's he's incredibly intelligent, and um, and just a genuinely nice guy. No question about it. But that dude doesn't get out the vote. That dude is not dragging people to the polls, which is what has to happen in order for the Democrats to be Governor Walker. So NBC mayor's poll or not, this is a this is a, this is a bit of a race. This is uh this is not this is not anything about this is no blue wave. I don't think for and you know what, I may have this completely wrong, but we'll find out. All right, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Get the Better Hearing Center talk a text line. So feel free to use that to uh, chime in yourself. We have just the best night ahead of us. You know what? Like, you know, you put on a little bit of a sweater and you take the dogs out for a walk. Oh, man, it's nice. And just, if if every single person with a boat is not on the river tomorrow, I will be shocked. Right? Last weekend in July, sunny and 80 degrees. Come on. Perfect. It's 79 now. Five-star telecom. All right, Lacrosse Talk PM and WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914, Also on Facebook and Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410wyzm.com. But again, uh, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line is 608 uh, let's go to, let's go to the phones. It is a free for all Friday. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about anything that's on your mind is also on mine. We got, uh, speaking of which we got Gary on the phone. Gary, thanks for waiting. Go ahead. You're on. Yeah. Hi, Mitch. Yep. I just had a question. The GDP growth today yeah. was 4.1. Yeah. And uh, exactly second quarter, second quarter, 2018. Mean? I mean, is it more like the unemployment rate has grown or what consumers spend? No, this is all consumer spending. Yeah, it's oh, it is. yeah, it's absolutely. I mean, it's I mean, not universally, but all, almost all of it is consumer spending. Yeah, there's a, and it really what what uh, what I'm what I'm seeing is that um, indications are is that people feel really good about where they are economically in terms of you know their their security with their job uh, because there is uh, such low unemployment that gives people a good feeling about their, you know, their condition in their lives. Uh, they tend to spend more. Our debt, our personal debt is going up. So people are going deeper into debt personally, uh, to fund their lifestyles, but they are, you know, putting, you know, they're, they're spending more. And, and, um, so I don't know, it's, 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 it's a, it's a weird mixed bag of fish, but, uh, it's largely the 4.1% is based on consumer spending. Yep. 
Okay, thank you. Yeah, sure. No, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. I mean, you know, it's we have a, uh, you know, uh, President Trump talking about we're going to go much higher than uh, 4.1%. Uh, okay, I'd love to see it. That'd be awesome. I mean, we have we have done that. We have gone higher than 4%. We've had consecutive quarters. When was it? 20... Oh, boy. I want to say 2014, we had consecutive quarters over 5%. Is that right? I think so. But it hasn't happened much. I mean, we're, we are, we've been for years now, kind of a 2%, 3%, you know, very modest growth economy, which is, other than the Great Recession, there hasn't been a tremendous amount of, you know, boom and bust. So, you know, the, obviously the tech bubble burst in 2000, that, that uh, contributed to some problems there, but at 4.1% is good. There's no question. I mean, and really, you know, we get the, the trillion dollar deficit, look at everybody in the face for, ne- for 2019, that's ugly, right? Trillion dollar deficit is an ugly thing. That's something you should run during a recession. I mean, at the most, you should have a trillion dollar re- uh, uh, um, deficit. Never, actually, should you ever have a trillion dollar deficit. So it ain't pretty. But the only way to get past that at this point, like you're not going to cut your way to a trillion dollars. Right? You're not doing that. I mean, they just cut taxes. They're not going to raise taxes. So you're not going to raise taxes. You're not going to cut a trillion dollars. Really, the best hope for eliminating... You're not going to eliminate it either. The best hope for pulling back some of that deficit is economic growth. And four four point set four four percent four point one percent is not you know for the next two quarters. I'd be super shocked, but that would go a long way towards decreasing that debt, no question, because you increase tax revenues. Uh, if you get up to five percent, I mean, it's you're you're starting to really huff and puff along there, and uh, and the the deficits get smaller and smaller. But you can't, you know, you know, when people talk about twenty twenty trillion dollars in debt, um, like you don't get from here to there in terms of trying to, trying to get some of that back. By um, you can't just cut your way t- towards that, and you can't you can you ca- try to increase taxes, but at some point you gotta that the the economy's got to grow to the point where you're increasing revenues to. That's the reality, I guess. So. We'll see. 4.1% is really, really good, though. No question. Really, really good. 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, let's go back to the phones. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Keith. Keith, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hi. I uh, just got a Friday free-for-all uh, thing that's just bothering me a little bit. Since sure. Losey Boulevard got cut back on the speed limit at 25, yep. people think that Mormon Cooley has changed. It is not. <laughs> I drive that every day, and it's frustrating. It's 40 miles an hour, folks, not 25 or 30. And <laughs> yeah, but isn't, I Keith, swear, isn't that, there's, hasn't, there's a, yeah, isn't that been historical? I mean, it mostly I, since I've lived here, people have been putzing down Mormon Cooley Road thinking it's 25 miles an hour. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. It drives me <laughs> nuts. Because <laughs> I think, I think in the city's cleverness to do this, they pulled half the signs since that change. There's only signs up by Ward Avenue and further, way further down. So people are confused or texting or 
whatever they're doing, but it's driving me nuts. Not 30, folks. 40. 40 four miles zero. an hour. Please, please, <laughs> please try that. Okay. And it, it, won't hurt, it won't hurt a bit. Just yeah, try it, especially yeah. in the left lanes. And, and, and stop texting, both at the same time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Okay, I, have I, a good night. Appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Yeah, yeah, that's been the case. I feel like that's been going on since I've lived here. That you will get, and it is just why. And why is it always somebody in a Buick? It's kind of hard to get up to forty though. Sometimes on that road, because there's you're hitting red light after red light, like that. I feel, I feel I like feel that's like part you of just the said one of the most ridiculous things ever. I'm it's hard like to get on up to the 40. south side, like where the theater and Chaco and you all that and area. That Crazy supercharged Pontiac of yours can't get up to forty miles an hour in the half a block. Well, you could if you put the, but you're yeah. gonna hit the next red Damn. light. You can just anticipate. Yeah. you that drive red light. really fast and then you hit you the brakes at the red the brakes light. <laughs> the next red light. Yeah. Okay. You. Now, if we had traffic circles in there, because that was the talk, right? Maybe putting or roundabouts. What are we calling them? Roundabouts. Would the speed limit it's change? A, probably. In the roundabout, yeah. Well, in the roundabout, but like yeah, the DOT wants you to go no more than fifteen miles an hour in the roundabout. If you're going forty and then you hit that roundabout, you're—I think you're getting up on two wheels, like yeah. just yeah, you can't creening around. You're not going to control your car forty in a roundabout. <laughs> no, the DOT wants you to go fifteen in a roundabout, um, and I yeah. So they're they're a natural calming traffic calming device. Um, the sign really should read: If you can hear your tires squeal while going around <laughs> the roundabout, slow it down. Keep under squealing. Yeah. No. Yeah, my son likes to lean over as far as possible on his bike when he goes around that. He's got his like knee pad thing he on. Does, yeah, he's dragging he's dragging his what's that called? Dragon knees or dragon what's that called? It's called something, right? Guys on motorcycles know that. It's not called drifting, is it? Because that's no, what that's you in do a in a car. Yeah. So okay. I think you're dragging dragging a knee. Dragon knees? No? It's something like that, isn't it? I don't know. Uh, yeah, what was, okay. Anyway, 608-785-7914. I mean, there's a website, Knee Dragging 101, Fundamentals <laughs> You Need to Know. What, what is the fundamentals of knee dragging? What do, what do you have to know? Loading. Don't, don't drag your knee? I don't know. Don't fall on face. <laughs> Skip the face falling. I just, I can't imagine... So when the, when you're when you and I, what is the you, you had there's a pad on your knees right when you're riding a motorcycle you're actually dragging a knee there's you got to have a pad on your knee yeah like a metal thing do you think it's I, metal oh yeah for sure huh? well maybe not because it would spark then wouldn't it would it spark if it was metal it can't Gosh. be plastic though I don't want no plastic thing when I'm going a hundred miles an I mean, hour some around kind the of Kevlar thing some kind of Kevlarish kind of thing with a hard plastic something or another. I mean, this article is like 101 and knee like dragging, a... but there's no bullet points on how to do it. Part oh. one. Put your knee I down. I mean, some of these headlines are like... Put, part one, put your knee down. The first... Lean on it. ...section of the story is, is it safe, question mark. Well, okay. We're already beyond that. We're yeah, already, right. we already learn. dragging our knee. We want to learn how to drag our yep. knee. We don't care if it's safe. Yep. Yeah. Why drag a knee? I don't, you don't even know that. What is the answer to that? Why are you dragging a knee? Well, you can get around the corner faster. I mean, if you're just because upright, your bike, you're just... Because the bike is leaned over more. Yeah, so, like, right. if you don't drag a knee, then you're dragging a hip, right? Like, hip dragging? Yes. I mean, you're really leaning if your hip gets down and your knee's still plastered against the motorcycle. I don't know. 
I, we had a uh, a somebody in the Better Hearing Center talk a text line six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four who wanted to know um, is this the uh, the the quarterly growth that uh, this the U.S. has just posted four point one percent for the second quarter of twenty eighteen is this the best quarterly growth um, that we've seen. Um, in the last 20 years. And no, it's not actually. Uh, so I just looked this up uh, because I wanted to see myself. And uh, there was two consecutive quarters in, uh, let's see. Hmm. Second quarter and third quarter of 2014, where it was 4.6% and then 5.2%. So... And then the quarter before that, it was a it was down. The quarter first quarter of fourteen was down. Third quarter of thirteen, fourth quarter of thirteen was up by four percent. So there was a good little stretch there. It's a correction in that. Uh, I don't remember what happened then. Something must have happened. All right, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you'd like to join us here on the air, seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. Yep. The fist pounder is on. The fist pounder's on. Yeah. All right, let's get him. Probably talking about knee dragging. I yeah, think. no question. I think I've seen him out there dragging his knee. <laughs> Gary Podesky's on the air. Gary, what's on your mind? Right, man? I told Rick he could either go with fist pounder, money grab, or GP. I told him the truth. <laughs> okay. We're just going to call you fist pounder then. I don't, I don't think you, money grabber doesn't. I, like I don't pounder. buy. I'm not buying money grabber. Money, money grab was more not really me, but I was no. directing it at other people. Oh, so. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yep. True. What's going you know, on, man? I just wanted to call and, and tell Tom. I, you know, I apologize. You know, if Losey's been a problem for him, I understand that. <laughs> you know, some people don't like it, but once we get the whole stretch done, hopefully quickly, then we can readdress that. But. I have to agree with you. I tell you, I drive Mormon Cooley a lot, and I never understood why Mormon Cooley was 40 and people drove 20, yep. and you got on Lopezy, which was 30, and people drove 50. Yeah, I don't, I don't really get it. I don't, I don't quite, I don't really understand what's going on there. It's, it does seem yeah. least perplexing, yeah. but it's always been that way. It's been that way since I moved here, and I don't know. It has never yeah. changed. I don't know what's going on. Does Lopezy Boulevard get uh, so? Uh, um, it's in for 2019. It's uh, State Road to Lincoln. Um, does, do you think that actually happens, that $2.8 million, Does that actually happen or not? I tell you, I really hope so. I told Mr. Menninger that I would do whatever I could, and if I have to pound my fist at the capital improvement project, uh, time, I will do that for him because I really think it's just a natural thing. You know, if, you know, truthfully, Mitch, if you wait five, six years to do the other stretch, the other stretch is going to start to deteriorate already. Yeah. So, you know, let's get it done, make it a beautiful stretch. And then when we have the we have the speed signs on there, and then if it comes to readdressing the speed limit, we can do that. But I know Paul's area is actually not quite as bad as my stretch was, but his stretch really isn't that much better either. So, yeah, it'd be really nice, and I know the people would appreciate it. And it, it is such a beautiful drive through lacrosse on that road. And if, if you have that new road, it, it is very noticeable. Oh, absolutely. It's absolutely noticeable. It is a significant yeah. change from where it was before, so yeah. there's no question yeah. about it. Yeah, I mean, it'd be great. But I will say this. I am not in favor of spending city money on Lacrosse Street. I think that's the state's responsibility, and the state should fix it. I mean, if you're going to take away money from projects like Losey Boulevard and other important projects, I think that, I mean, that's just sensible, right? 
Yep, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. again, it'll it'll make people mad, but I don't know if we should be building a pool when we need other roads, major roads. Done. You're in so. the business of making people mad, Gary. That's what you do. There's no question. Well, that's, I, I like to once in a while throw that in there just to get people's attention. You guys are going to... A lot of people are mad at me about Hiawatha. I want to be very clear. I love Hiawatha. Zim was a yep. teacher of mine. Yep. I am not in favor of moving it out of the park. However, if, if moving it out of the park means we can preserve it for generations to come, then I'm wholeheartedly behind moving it out of the park. All right. Because my big thing is I just want to preserve it. Yeah, I know. I hear you. I get you. Hey, are you going to—I know that this is this pool is uh, coming up, and i, I got to get to news, but I want to I hear from you, Gary, this the memorial pool and moving ahead with that. Uh, you guys are voting on the City Lacrosse City Council, voting on that in August. Um, are you then going to vote against moving forward with uh, uh, putting the bids out for, uh, you know, for whatever the next step is? Probably not, because the thing is, Mitch, there's, I, I would be the only one, okay. and it is important to that neighborhood. I get that. And I, I don't want to be, you know, Custer standing there on the hill looking around. I'd be the only one, I believe. And I do understand, and I do want to make sure I do have some support by council members for other projects. Okay, I got you. And I do want to help Paul get Losey done. So it's just one of those things. And they've been waiting, too. I understand there's yep. a lot of, yep. I, I don't know if that's the best place to put it. But the one thing I'm not proud of either is those indoor tennis courts up where the golf course, they really need some kind of facility up there to garner the bigger groups. I mean, if you go to Forest Hills, they're not getting a lot of the group activities, and that's very important to them. And, and truthfully, if you go off there once in a while, there is not room for a tennis tournament and a golf tournament to park in that, at that place. Yeah. All right, Gary. I got to leave it there. Appreciate the call. We got we this is a whole conversation that we could have at some point, but we'll, we'll we'll do that in the future. Gary, thanks a lot for calling in. Thank you, Mitch. You take care. All right, buddy. Be yep. good. Gary Podesky, Lacrosse City Council member. All right. Oh man, are we just? If Dick Records listening right now, he's just steaming because we're so late to get to news. But we'll do that. More coming. Stick around. Lacrosse Talk PM with Mitch Reynolds continues after this. Hey, it's Brewmaster Joe from Pearl Street Brewery. We're going on 20 years as a local small business thanks to your support. So we make sure the local bars and restaurants and their families get the support that they need. Join me for the 7th Annual Tour to Pearl. Spend your time and money where it counts the most, close to home. All stages have cool deals, so download the Pearl Street Brewery app and read... They can put it out, out, out. We can light it up, up, up. So they can put it out, out, out. We can light it up. Lacrosse Talk PM and WYZ. I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914. That's the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line, 608-785-7914. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. You can send me an email, Mitch, at 1410wyzm.com. Say hell, uh, thanks for uh, riding along here. This hour brought to you by uh, by Pearl Street Brewery in Lacrosse. It is a free-for-all Friday, by the way. And you know what? Uh, it is, uh, we were talking with Kaya Fox from Habitat for Humanity earlier. We're talking about back to school. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, it is sooner or later you're going to get back to school and providing students with school supplies and clothing is super expensive, as you know. Now, last year, Catholic Charities and Salvation Army uh, were able to provide 1,200 students with school supplies and clothing. This year, we're looking to help the students start the school year off right. And through August 10th, if you buy a few extra school supplies at Lacrosse Area Shopco stores and leave them in the bin, or even pick a tag at Once Upon a Child and uh, buy an outfit for a child, 
back to school with uh, Rish Heating and Air Conditioning, Century 21, Riverbank, Go Right Way, Paul Segan, Air Conditioning, and Midwest Family Broadcasting. We're all helping to put this thing together to get students uh, going back to school on the right foot. So again, through August 10th, buy some extra school supplies, leave them in a bin at Shop Coast stores, or pick a tag at Once Upon a Child and uh, buy something nice for those kids to wear. 608-785-7914 if you'd like to join us here on the air. And again, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Oh, no. All right, well, let's find out then. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead. You're on, Eric. Yes. Eric the Cracker. When I heard uh, a while back, I don't know, was a month ago or something like that, about Roseanne Barr describing Valerie Jarrett, I thought to myself, when I heard that, I couldn't stop laughing because it was just an apt, perfect description of this woman who was an Obama sycophant. It couldn't have been more true. Thank you very much. And this is Cracker, by the way. Bye. <laughs> Eric just described himself as a cracker. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Thanks. Thanks for that. 608-785-7914. We'll go to Joe next. Joe, thanks for waiting. Go ahead. You're on. Oh, man. I had to catch my breath. I was laughing so damn hard. Anyway, I'm trying to be serious here. Okay, uh, sorry, man. I'm talking about Walker and the poll. Yeah. You know, I just, I ask people to really think, what has Walker done? I mean, he put a pause on the on education in order to suck all the money out of it, put a pause on raising taxes, but then just cut services and used all that money, then piled it all up in order to give it to a company who was going to come to our state anyway because they had no choice due to the amount of fresh water that they needed on a daily basis. So it's like failure, failure, stagnant, stagnant, just no real, I mean, what has he done for our state? Besides, you know, put us last in job growth, suck all, you know, basically picked all the low-hanging fruit, made himself and his buddies rich, and then gave the rest of the way to a company who had no choice but to come to our state anyway because they needed the Great Lakes water. So what has he done? I, I mm, so this is the, the all right. So Joe, what you're describing is, um, you, you know, if you if you're trying to evaluate the Walker governorship based on, uh, um, uh, you know, marks that he's hit, obviously, you know, it, it almost begins and ends with Act Ten, right? So. This, this yep. governorship so is... Stop the flow of money to the schools and get that yep. diverted over towards him and his cronies. But the... But, but, mission accomplished. All right, but listen, so what, what many people will say is that, okay, that's great, but there has also been, you know, um, a, a, an actual decrease in, in property taxes. So a lot of people have right. actually and, seen and an and actual decrease in property right taxes. along with that. So. What's, what's that? I'm sorry. I said, along with the services have been cut. Okay. So that's not a decrease in anything. That's right. just cutting services so that you can keep more of the money for yourself. Yeah. I mean, it, that, yes. And it, it really comes down to values, right? What do you value? And so a lot of people are going to say, well, I, I really just like what, what I've seen with the property taxes. And whether that's and Governor you- Walker or whether that's anybody else, you know, people vote with their wallet. 
all the time. That's primarily but what people vote for. Their wallet, though, because where did that money go? It went to Foxconn, yeah. who was going to come to our state anyway because they were not going to desalinate seven and a half million gallons of water a day. There's only they just so weren't going to do it. Only so many states they can go to. <laughs> so there's it was, he, it's was the only Wisconsin or Michigan, was, uh, and they totally held him over a barrel, and he could have did it the other way around. Mm. Yeah. He's, he, he sucked all the all the low hanging fruit did, and right, gave so it away. D- despite despite how you see this, do you think that, or or because of how you see this, do you think that this that when I, when we talked about the NBC Marist poll with I think it's Tony Evers, the Democrat, who has been polling at the highest of all these, do you think that he really is? He really would be thirteen points up on Scott Walker. I doubt it. Yeah, I don't think so either. I, I, I doubt it. Uh, you know, I'm just speaking from a, a point of view that comes from this side of the state. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what goes on on the actual, um, well, how do you say, the industrial part of the state. Sure. But I just see as the way that he's trying to direct the industrial part of the state is to suck the rest of us dry who have, uh, you know, produced all that low-hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. He comes in and decides he's, he knows what to do best with all that money and all the services and shut them all down and take all the money. And give it to this company. It's like, are you kidding me? If you were smart, you would have seen that, that those people were not going to any other state. They needed our water. So, you know, get something out of it. Well, I think that, look, and, and Joe, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. I think that there's been, and, it's, and not just Foxconn, there's been, uh, through for several years, there's been criticism of the largesse that has been shown towards companies expanding or growing, or some who have moved out of the state, who've received loans and grants and whatever from the state of Wisconsin. Um, you know, is, does that, is that, should that, there's, then that's, that's worthwhile criticism, frankly. Should that, should the state government be in that business of providing those incentives for companies to stay in Wisconsin, remain in Wisconsin, or, you know, grow in Wisconsin, Build in Wisconsin, and that—that's an entire—that's like an entire philosophical debate about what the role of government should be in business growth. Let's go to number three. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, Jerome. I talk about Mormon Cooley Road. Yeah, lived out here for quite a few years, sixty years, and. Uh, I think, if anything, Mitch, they're going fast, not slow. Wait, you've lived on the south side for 60 years? You've lived all the way driven. down there for 60 years? Driven it for 60 years. Oh, you've years. driven it for 60 years. You haven't been and in that city. anything si- is, they're all going over 40 miles an hour. It's like a racetrack. Really? That's not my experience at all. Well, the only thing is if there's two old ladies trying to get the Walmart turn off, then it's kind of slow. I, Otherwise, they're all clipping. I, I call that my uh, Buick per capita uh, measurement. If there's just if you get this a... week alone, there's been two state troopers and a county cop working that stretch. Really? And they're having a good day. Are they? Okay. Yeah. And now another thing. <laughs> All right. I just heard Mr. Potaski talk about the swimming pool. He said he'd vote for the swimming pool if that guy from the swimming pool will vote for fixing Mosey Boulevard. Yes. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's not, no, that, it wasn't, right? it wasn't actually, it wasn't a quid pro quo. He said, what he did say was that he'd probably vote for it because he would be the only voice not voting for it if he didn't. And he needs support for some of his things 
to move forward. So it's you it's totally want to reasonable. Be custard standing on the hill. Right, right, and that's and I I've I been out to custard last stand, so I know what he's talking about. Well, I mean that is a pragmatic approach to politics. Is that yeah, right. you could you could make you could vote on. You know, like, I don't know if we actually really need this, but on the other hand, you do need support for things in your district. And that right. he got a ton of support for Losey Boulevard this uh, last year, and it got fixed this year. And he right. wants to support other things in his district as well as the rest of Losey Boulevard. So, you know, yeah, I am going to support this, but I'd like you to get to support me in pushing for the rest of Losey Boulevard getting paved. It's pragmatic politics. It makes sense to me. I, yeah, that's what I said. You yeah. help me, and I help you. Exactly. It's yep. just like business. Yeah, it's like business. It's like a business. Yeah, <laughs> almost, you, almost, almost like business. Scratch my back, and I scratch yours. It's like that. Absolutely. Okay. All right. You have a great have weekend. Have a wild weekend. You gonna get that boat out tomorrow? Uh, no, actually tonight. It's going in tonight. Oh my God! Where are you gonna launch it at? Uh, I am just going to dump it in the river and push it, and then somebody else can take it away. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Okay. All right. Thanks. Thanks for the call. This is Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Find huge savings now through Sunday during Menard's Crazy Day Sale. Save $14 per gallon after sale price and rebate on Grand Distinction interior and exterior paint. Classic three-tap shingles from Owens Corning are $9.98 per bundle after rebate. Get a 20-volt Black & Decker drill for only $19.99. Crestone retaining wall blocks are $0.69 cents each after rebate. These deals are so crazy, they're available in-store only while supplies last. So hurry in to save big during Menard's Crazy Day Sale. Save big money at Menards. It's time to eat, drink, dance and sing at this year's 14th annual Irish Fest Lacrosse. August 10th through the 12th with performances by the Gaelic Storm, Wee Banjo 3, Jig Jam, Doolan and more. Experience the sights and sounds of Ireland with games, contests, food and fun for all, especially the wee folks. Tickets for the 14th annual Irish Fest can be obtained at Festival Foods or online at irishfestlacrosse.org. Slancha. I had the pleasure of doing a walk. Closing time. I'm Mitch Reynolds. This is Lacrosse Talk PM on WIZM. Thanks for riding along here this afternoon and this uh, this evening and all this week. As a matter of fact, I really appreciate all of you being here for this program. Thanks to uh, all of you providing input on issues like, well, diversity and polls. It's good stuff. We figured out some stuff. I feel like we figured out some stuff. Thanks to uh, Pearl Street Brewery and Lacrosse for supporting us this hour. Habitat for Humanity for supporting us as well during uh, this evening. Most of all, thanks to my love to Anna, and we will talk next week right here on WYZM. Stay. Susan has had 35 oil changes on her vehicle, all from Clayson Buick GMC. Now, that says a couple of things. One, Susan's a stickler for maintenance. And two, Clayson always lives up to her expectations because they're one of only 300 GM service elite dealers in the entire country. Customers love Clayson. You'll love them, too. Experience the difference at ClaysonBuickGMC.com. I'm Tom. At the end of the day, we really like our customers. We're kind of weird that way. For U.S. Senate this year, Wisconsin Republicans are standing with conservative Leah Vukmir. Leah Vukmir stood with Scott Walker to pass his conservative reform agenda. Despite riots and threats from angry union bosses and the far left, Leah Vukmir didn't back down. Listen to conservative Leah Vukmir. Ever have someone threaten your life for what you believe in? I have. When Scott Walker and I beat the union bosses, 
cut billions in taxes, and defunded Planned Parenthood, the left couldn't take it. National Democrats angrily oppose President Trump's agenda at every turn. Wisconsin's answer, Leah Vukmir, the only candidate who's U.S. Senate. 